0: Now that Joe Biden has been sworn in as the nation's 46th president, where will he take the country economically in the days ahead? He's already unveiled an ambitious $1.9 trillion stimulus plan. It includes more generous unemployment benefits, a $15 per hour minimum wage, and $1,400 in additional direct COVID relief payments to Americans. Conservative economists insist America cannot take on more debt. They worry it may cause hyperinflation and higher taxes, which may lead the country into economic ruin. Well, here to set us straight is senior contributor for Young Voices, Brad Palumbo. Mr. Palumbo is also an opinion writer for the Foundation for Economic Education and the host of the Breaking Boundaries podcast. Brad, it's good to talk with you again. So let's look at several of these proposals in Biden's plan. First, stimulus. Do you really think people need $1,400 more per person in stimulus money?
1: No, I don't. And, in fact, this—a similar proposal that was evaluated showed that families of five with three kids and a household income of more than $200,000 would still be getting thousands of dollars in stimulus money, courtesy of the U.S. taxpayer, under a similar plan to what Biden has proposed. So I don't think we should be doing any form of COVID relief that isn't targeted to those who have actually lost work, have actually lost income, have actually been adversely affected. Otherwise, you're just spraying around taxpayer money like candy on Halloween. And that is absolutely not fiscally responsible.
0: Okay, Brad, let's talk about this. So more generous unemployment benefits for those who have lost their jobs because of the pandemic lockdown. So after all, about a million and a half additional Americans have filed unemployment claims since the first of the year. So what about that? Is that a good thing?
1: Well, so we do have an unemployment system for this exact reason, but I have some concerns about the extent to which Biden wants to supercharge it with a $400 a week supplement. This would actually mean that, for many workers, they would get close to 90 or, in some cases, even 100 percent of what they previously earned uh, actually working at their jobs. They would get that much just from a check, from not working. And Biden wants to put that in place throughout—through September 2021. That's a pretty obvious labor disincentive that I think would really put a slow on the economy when what we want to be doing is revving up the, the labor market. So we should not be expanding massively the unemployment welfare system system. At this time, we should be keeping it confined to its original purpose and system. How about hard hit states and
0: local governments? Now, Biden is proposing $350 billion for them to bridge budget shortfalls. What about that one?
1: Well, so it's kind of based on a false premise. When you look at the actual tax data, in many states, tax revenue has, it fell initially, but has since gone up significantly. And most states don't actually have a budget crisis. So this money that Biden wants for quote unquote state and local uh, government relief is actually mostly for bankrupt blue cities and states like New York City and California who had these huge gaping budget holes before the COVID pandemic. And this is kind of a sly way of shoveling them that money in the name of an emergency, when it's really just a blue state bailout at the expense of a federal taxpayers, which is just not fair. I mean, if you're in Florida and your state has managed well, and why should you have to pay more taxes for another state uh, not having to deal with the consequences of their own governance?
0: So it's really rewarding bad budget
1: behavior then, is it not? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's the exact opposite of how the states rights system is supposed to work.
0: Okay, Biden's plan also would give 400 billion dollars to accelerate vaccine deployment, reopen schools within 100 days. How valid is that expense?
1: I think nobody really objects to money for vaccines and testing. I think that's pretty valid uh, across the board. I recognize the money with the schools is a little bit more of an eye raise because In theory, I think I'm fine with that. Everybody wants to get the schools reopened. But will teachers' unions actually do it, or will they just take the money and then continue to hold out forever and refuse to open schools with unreasonable demands, which is what we've seen in states across the country? So I'm a little bit more wary about funneling money to the schools, unless you can get some ironclad concrete Uh, promises that they're going to be reopening. Otherwise, I think you're just giving cash to teachers unions and they'll keep holding our school system hostage.
0: And what about raising the federal minimum wage then to $15 per hour? How likely is that that a a wage increase of that size would actually result in higher unemployment?
1: That's—it's madness. That would be a harmful and highly controversial policy in normal times. But to double the federal minimum wage at the exact moment that small businesses across the country are on the brink of collapse, over 100,000 small businesses have already closed their doors, and 60 percent say that they— think they won't make it through June 2021. You think that doubling their wage bill right now is a good idea? To me, it's madness. And I think they know that it is or they wouldn't be trying to sneak it into a package. But the reality is it would put millions of Americans out of work and it should not be passed under the name of COVID relief.
0: Brad Palumbo, senior contributor for Young Voices. Thanks for setting us straight today. Thanks for having me.